Oh my god, I almost had a perfect intro. Today we have Jelly, who is right over here in the, wait, this way, that way, over here in the corner. And we have Jordan here on today's podcast. Are you excited, Jels? Yeah. Are you? I am. I am. Sound Are very enthusiastic. Jordan, I could not hear you at all with what you just said. Take the pizza out of your mouth. The pizza is not in my mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Take the dick out of your mouth. No, that's you. Oh, that's fair. Sorry. Hottest podcast live right now? <laughs> Shit pants. Come on now. We love you. Um, so today we are going to talk about a topic that was brought up in actually last week's podcast on Monday, which if you didn't get the chance to tune into it, the link will be dropped later today on YouTube. It was brought up by a couple of our, um, guy viewers, actually. Um, and I won't, you know, sit here and like name drop them. Obviously, like they come in, you know, I'll be like, okay, yeah, it was them. Um, um, just in case I don't want them getting hate or anything for it. But something that was a hot topic last podcast was a lot of double standards when it comes to women and men and things that women can do. But if men were to do this, then they would like get so much flack for it. And I thought it was a really good topic to talk about because as a woman, personally, my experience, I have like a long list of things that we actually can do that if I were personally, if I were to see a man do, it, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Like, you're not allowed to do this. Like, this is not okay. And I kind of wanted to dive in and see like, why, why, like why that is, you know what I mean? Like, why is that? If I stripped naked and painted my body on stream, I'd be banned. That's valid. And there are women that are basically naked on stream right now. <laughs> what are you going to say, Jelly? Uh, well, this is the ADHD in me. I'm sorry. Uh, but we are both horror-themed shirts, and we didn't even coordinate that. Oh, my God. Are we? We are. Oh, my God. That's too fucking funny. Yeah, I have my um horror movies and chill sweater on today. What is yours? I can't see it. It's so dark in your room. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't see it on stream as well, but like when I look on Discord, I can see it pretty well. I don't know why that is. Um. So, okay, Pants is, if he stripped naked and painted his body on stream, he'd be banned. If if a guy is hopless on stream, would he be banned? Yeah, I feel like guys definitely have a little, I'm sorry, my ADHD is kicking in where I'm trying to like adjust the screen here and figure out like why these look weird, like why our screens are slightly weird. Um, yeah, so I mean, there was a, uh, for instance, recently, it's a, they call him Speed, I don't know his actual name, um, on, I think he streams on Twitch, he had jumped up without realizing that he had some shorts on that were a little revealing of his package, for lack of a better term. So when he was sitting there jumping and excited or whatever, basically air humping, he didn't realize that the angle of the camera, or maybe he did do it on purpose, I don't know, but the angle of the camera is, I mean, it is focused and this dude's got a fucking banana in the hammock, okay? Like, you you see the print of it, you see it all, right? He is currently banned on Twitch right now. 
Now, there is a girl, I believe it was, I can't say her name, it's Amaranth or whatever. She was on Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, and she signed a deal and came over to kick. And her kick videos are literally in a very revealing bikini, full body. Oh, she's on both still. Okay. But she, so there, that's my point then. So at first I was going to say, well, it could be different because it's, it's kick. I don't know how her TikTok or her Twitch videos were, but she's still on Twitch. So it's the same thing. And she, she's not banned. She actually makes bank on these, on these sites, on these streaming sites. She makes bank for it. And she is, to me, in my eyes, she is more revealing of that because it's literally a tiny piece of fabric covering your nipples. You know what I mean? And that's what's censored out all the time is the nipples. Okay, so apparently there's a girl named Taylor who, according to Pants, will be completely naked and painting her tits on stream. Now, is she on Kick or is she on Twitch? Because the other thing that a factor you have to take in consideration is that Kick standards are a little bit more lenient, a lot more lenient, actually, than Twitch. She's on Twitch, and that is? Oh, my God. That's at, that's insane to me. That's fucking wild. So that's a really good point of, like, of showing the standards in, 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 in this world. Like, why is that okay for a woman to be doing that on stream? But this, this streamer stood up and was air humping and it looks like an honest mistake whether he did it on purpose or not. It wasn't like revealing. It was all print, of course. I mean, it's going to happen. That's the equivalent of me wearing a low cut shirt and you see the print of my tits. Like you can pretty much guess what my tits look like, you know, like it's not that hard for an imagination. And this guy was, um, currently he's banned from Twitch on it right now. So that is a... That is one thing that has stuck out with me when it comes to the streaming community is women get away with a lot, a lot of things that these, that, that the male, you know, counterparts are, are being banned for left and right. Free the PP. I swear to God, that's being a hashtag. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pretend like this never happened. I'm going to delete all video evidence. I will delete my kick. <laughs> I had no part in this. <laughs> Uh, another thing, and there oh. goes Trolla, of Trolla. course, <laughs> of course, yes, this wouldn't be a stream without Trolla here. Um, another thing that was brought up, right? So, um, I, I read some things on Reddit too, which I was going to bring up. Some were a little, uh, a little out there. Cause it's like, you can't make a statement without taking in, you know, there's, there's multiple different factors in each scenario, obviously. That's my biggest problem with controversial podcasts is I'm very down the middle when it comes to things. I like looking at facts on both sides. And so anyway, one of the things that was brought up in regards to a relationship is statements like he's just a friend and she's just a friend. Right. Um, UP is part of the game. Perfect. Perfect. That's fair. Actually, that's. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny sean um the statement he's just a friend versus she's just a friend in your experience really have you had any experience where your counterpart has been like don't worry about her she's just a friend and in symmetry to that have you ever had a guy friend that you have said don't worry he's just a friend 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that, that last relationship into which I got cheated on, um, yes. was that situation <clears throat> Oh, she's just a friend. She's been a family friend for years. But when, mm. when I do something like he's just a friend, that mm -hmm. is legit it because I, I see guys as oh, bros. I'll be like, you're a bro to me. Yeah. Like, I'm the same way. You're the same way, Jordan? Yeah, like, I don't, I have a lot of guy friends. Yeah. And they're just, they're like brothers to me, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question for both of you, then. All of us have this in common. I have a lot of, oh, uh, Pants just sent me a video of Taylor Javeau, very French name, and she is doing body paint. She does this live. I will take a look at that in just a second. I don't want to pull up on stream just in case, but I will <laughs> add this clip and this link to the YouTube video. So if you want to see a clip of it and you want to see the link of it, make sure you stay tuned for the YouTube video. I will post it there. Now, my question for you guys is, fuck you too, weenie. My question for you is that, so you both have a lot of guy friends. Would you be comfortable dating a man who has an equal number of girlfriends. Depends on how cozy they are with them, I guess. Yeah. Say it's the same scenario. Respects, not every girl respects the fact that men are in relationships. And I've had it happen um, with my last relationship. This yeah. girl had called my son's dad at like 11 o'clock at night because there was a guy in her backyard that wouldn't leave. He was invited over to the house and we were like the closest people she knew. Mm -hmm. And we went over there and this girl like literally had her hands all over him right in front of me while I was pregnant with his kid. See, and those are, that's, <laughs> yeah, Pants, we know why you're going to, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> me too bud <laughs> anyway um <coughs> my i i can understand the aspect of you know it is very dependent on the other party right so for instance i am okay if negan has girlfriends negan doesn't have any girlfriends negan barely has any guy friends negan is very fuck everybody right i am negan's best friend he has two other guy friends and then he has his brothers like that's it and his sisters, obviously. And I'm pretty close with his family, too. So we're all like kind of tight knit. Now, yeah. had he had female friends to begin with, right? I would. I would have been hesitant at first. But. After starting a relationship and realizing how accepting he was and non-toxic and like the trust that he showed me and gave me. I then like, I would have put that trust in him. Like, okay, I may not know the people just yet, but I trust that you're not going to, to do me wrong. Essentially. Right. I think it does. I think having or knowing the other parties are definitely a big factor in it. And I really think that's why Negan is very trusting of me. You think what? I think that is too. Like you've got to know the other person. Like I wouldn't be like I would not 
be okay with my significant other going out, hanging out with a female, um, unless I knew her. Okay. Like, I had to have known her. It, it, it couldn't be just, like, a random girl that he's like, oh, I've known my entire life, but I've never met. Or even, like, heard stories of or something. I couldn't yeah, I can understand like, that. Like, he's never brought her up or anything. Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you then would a follow up question to that would be. Would you expect him to be comfortable with you going to hang out with your guy friends? No, I mean, it would be reciprocated, like if he hadn't met them or he's never heard of them or anything like I wouldn't. Like, I guess I'm just the type that. Even when I'm like when I'm in a relationship, if I want to go hang out with someone, nine times out of ten, I bring my significant other. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. I think having the boundaries set up is really good. And also I think what you said there was really important. It's the reciprocation. So what is good to have is that if you have boundaries set up where you are not comfortable with your partner doing this, it is it is healthy. If you are reciprocating that same mindset. So if it's not okay for him to go hang out with his girlfriends that you don't know about, or if you're not comfortable with the situation or whatever, you would also respect him and give him that same decency where you would not go hang out with your guy friends alone. I would say, and the part that you hit there is alone, because I would say like, if, if you have, bros or if dudes have chick friends that are like sisters or whatever then you all should be able to hang out together like i wouldn't for one me personally go hang out with any dude friends alone like without bringing this along we actually um we actually had someone in last week's podcast which is where this topic got brought up um, he's a fellow friend in the community. He's well known around and he had made the statement to us that there's a group of friends and um I'll click then drag the corner and OBS to slowly move the box. Yeah, I did do that, but that's the best that I'm getting it without messing. Is your pants is your OCD kicking in? Is that what's happening right now? Um What I was going to say is that, so he made the comment and he told us that there's a group of friends and there is, I don't know if she's the only female, but she is the one that got brought up and she had reached out to this person and said, like, trying to hang out like just the two of them. And he said he felt weird about that. It's not that she's ever insinuated anything or that he's ever given her any reason to try and make assumptions or see if things can go a different which way. It's just that they've never hung out alone by themselves they've never had a relationship outside of the group itself and I feel like in those scenarios you know he's right to go ahead and still hang out with his friends and even though his wife trusts him and she doesn't have any room for doubt he's never provided her any room for doubt you know he didn't feel comfortable himself knowing that um like he he's not going to go hang out with her alone to give her any type of reason or um, uh, and insinuations or anything like that. Like, he wouldn't go hang out with her on her own. He's like, am I weird for that? And I said, no, that's not weird. That's you having respect for yourself, for your relationship. That's you um, 
setting boundaries for yourself too. I mean, not even, not even just the, the relationship aspect of it with your wife, you're setting boundaries for yourself as a person too, and your integrity. <clears throat> I would say I'm honored to be y'all's friend and be able to play games with you and it not be weird or dumb. Yeah. So I mean, it's brought that up, like to be able to game with us and it not be weird and whatnot. So being in our community, we're all huge gamers. Like how mm -hmm. does everyone feel about that? Like, you know, every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll call out one of the guys like, hey, come play Overwatch or Diablo or whatever. Like, how does yeah. everybody feel? I'll be the first to say, Pants is a prime example here. I am constantly blowing up his phone because we've become really good friends over the last few months. I will text yeah. this motherfucker and call him when I know it's not a weekday and there's a chance that he's not working. I will blow his shit up and be like, come play Fortnite. Come hop on. Come hang out with me in Discord. Come do this. Come do that. Me and Pants will sit here and text. And it just depends. If I'm up late at night, we're texting. Negan knows this. He has no issues with it whatsoever. You know what I mean? He knows. <laughs> yeah, Pants may get frustrated. But you know what? He calls me on some dumb shit sometimes. Okay? He literally called me a few days ago to tell me something. And for in the middle of the ringing of the phone, he forgot what he was calling me for. Oh. So he sat on the phone for 30 minutes. And never got to figure out what he called me for. Um, but we become gaming friends, you know, and Negan's not close with Pants. He's played games with Pants. He knows who Pants is. You know, we talk about things. He knows that I talk to Pants. Um, a good example is that I have two best friends that I've made through gaming that are both males. And one of them has a really good relationship with Negan. The other one doesn't. Jelly knows when ADHD attacks. So we were talking about that before the podcast. We were yeah. concerned about how this was going to go. Um, the I'm original like, plan yeah, was a three-hour podcast, and Jelly is like, let's set some more realistic goals. <laughs> yeah. um, but back to what I was saying is that there is one person that Negan has formed an actual relationship with that was originally my friend, my guy friend, and they are like the best of friends. They call each other brother. They're planning on a trip for him to come out to the States. Um, oh. And it was actually Des who we had on the podcast last week. Um, the other one is my friend Koi. Uh, he and I met through the same game that me and Des met through. Me and Koi became really good friends. We've been really good friends for four years. Um, we Lately, we haven't talked as much because Koi actually finally proposed to his girlfriend. Um, shout out to her. I'm not going to name drop her because she doesn't have a game name. She's not part of the gaming community. So I'm not going to say her real name. <laughs> But shout out to you, baby. Um, she is there planning a wedding and stuff. It was really romantic. And I am super stoked for them. They, like, moved in together. He had a lot of big changes happen recently. Um, and so we haven't been able to hang out as much. But when we do, it's like we haven't, haven't stopped. You know what I mean? And Negan knows that. And whenever he was, um, whenever he was, like, single or whatever, we had like a flirtatious type of um not like a relation like we weren't like overly flirty or like anything inappropriate or anything but it was you know comments and we had known each other when i was single and so whenever he like when me and Negan started dating he was on facetime with me one time we were playing the game we were taking shots it's like our thing and he actually um made a comment and i was like what the fuck are you talking about like i was like what and i got a little weird because i was like oh no i i didn't warn negan about this like i didn't prep him like i was like oh my god is he gonna be okay 
And I turn around, I look, and Negan's just laughing hysterically in the background. Like, and I was just like, where did I find this man with these boundaries? Because this is all, I can be myself. I don't have to sacrifice things. That's not the case for everybody's relationship either. You know what I mean? I know that that's a, we have a very rare, um, a very rare type of relationship where we haven't sacrificed anything about ourselves or our lives before each other. It's really accepting. So it is pretty cool. But as far as the relationships in the community go, it's, I have found that I have more guy friends in the gaming community. And some of the guy friends that I've made have girlfriends. And some of the girlfriends, they go one of two ways. They're either accepting of it or they're a little bit insecure, which is fine either way. I set boundaries in the relationship of gaming. And it's like, I want all my guy friends and girlfriends to know. We love you too, Pants. Thanks for coming by. I want all my guy friends and girlfriends to know that we are gaming friends, yes, but your relationship with your partner comes first. So if at any point in time our friendship has to be sacrificed, I understand that completely. I don't take any offense to it. I know that everybody has their own scenarios, situations, whatever the case is. I'm I'm never going to take offense to it at all whatsoever. Heck, the guys that have girlfriends that um like play games too it's like uh let me be your friend too come join the community come play i mean that's how it was with and i'll name drop tubsy i don't care that's how it was with tubsy that was the first that i, I of. fucking met mrs tubsy and me and her hit it off like that's my baby right there you know i we snapchat each other every day now fucking craw nikki Man, I just I went into these MLB community shows, MLB the show communities, and I'm just like, I'm I'm here to steal your girlfriend. I don't play this game. I'm gonna support your stream, but I'm here to steal your girlfriend. And uh, I'm two for two right now. So, you know, Mrs. Demonic, watch out. I'm coming for you next. <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool. I like to also um I like to also like let the girls know, you know what I mean? Like make them feel included. Like I'm not just here. Like, yes, I'm here to support, you know, what it may be your boyfriend, your husband, your partner, whatever. I'm here to support them because this is their stream. But also know that I pose no threat and no way, shape, or form am I here for any other intention other than supporting their stream as a friend and making content together and just meeting people. I think that's a big thing, a big thing to establish too, is because there are some people that come onto these platforms, these streaming platforms. And they take it as a dating website and they start coming after the person that is streaming and hit on them and get really inappropriate with things. And I have had a friend who has been streaming for like three years and he was in a relationship, very public relationship with another streamer. When they broke up, I noticed that his views started coming up and all the girls that used to be in his stream started coming back into his stream. And I have been there from the start. I always watch them. I'll comment sometimes. I mean, everybody who streams, that's, you know, friends of mine, they know how sin works. I, I, you can guarantee I have you tabbed. I'm just not talking all the time. And uh, so I would, I would notice that. And his views actually almost doubled consistently. And all these girls are coming out of the woodworks. And so it just kind of sends off this message where it's like, so are you here for me as a content creator? Like, do you think I'm funny? Do you like what I'm playing? Do you like what I have to say? Or are you just here for the looks and trying to find love on Twitch? You know? So 
I always make it a point to go ahead and if there is a significant other, I will go ahead and I will tag them in the comments like, hey, what's up? Hi, how's it going? You know, that's how me and Mrs. Tubbsy got along. Immediately, I just, I think I started hitting on her to be completely honest, which sidebar is something I do want to bring up later on. Um, but that's, that's kind of how we hit it off. And then me and Nikki hit it off. Um, our relationship was a little bit different. Um, cause we did like a whole meet and greet thing between me, Craw and Nikki and then uh, live at champs. We did a whole lunch together and stuff. It was really cool. Has there ever been, so Jelly, I know this, this doesn't really pertain to Jordan. I don't think as much It's more so I know it pertains to Jelly. There have been times for you where you've been in the relationship and there has been that other person on like the gaming aspect like wasn't there a situation where there was somebody that they were gaming with that would cross the boundaries and like you would really question like okay well why are you flirting with this person online because wasn't that how you guys met too you were all gaming buddies online what <laughs> Oh my god! I got I'm editing that out of the podcast. I'm editing that out of the podcast. Jesus! I mean, like, we were, do you... we were doing, we were doing so good, so good. ADHD? What? ADHD? God damn it, man! Like that's how we met. You guys met through gaming, right? <clears throat> right. So, um, I guess my question more so was about your your past relationship, right? You guys were also gaming buddies. There was like a oh, whole crew of yeah. you, wasn't there? And then there was, um, was there ever a person that came into like the new group after you guys established a relationship? Was there ever a person that came into and like started gaming with your partner at the time that made you question, like it was, like they started crossing some boundaries for you or anything. Was that ever an issue for you in that relationship? No. No. So it was strictly like real life people that were causing it. it. Yeah. It was IRL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's gotta, that's really gotta, gotta blow. <laughs> that's really gotta blow. Um, a comment or a, um, <clears throat> a thing I wanted to bring up about, um, we were just talking about it too, and I said sidebar. It's something I was going to bring up. What what was it just now? I have notes here too. I just want you guys to know I was prepped for this podcast because I was like, I need notes to make sure that I stay focused here. Even I want to dive notes. You don't stay focused. I know. I'm doing my best though. I want to dive in back to the um, the double standards when it comes to we covered a bit when it came to like a relation. I want to talk a little bit about double standards when it comes to society. Okay. I checked a Reddit post and there was a Twitter post. So I want to start the Twitter post first because it's not as vulgar or out there. It was just something that I had noticed, right? So this Twitter post says, this question is for the boys. Boys, what makes a female instantly unattractive? Right? So it's a post specifically designed for the guys to respond to. It's supposed to be an open platform for them to have an opinion on. But just like how everything else goes in today's society, if you have an opinion and somebody doesn't agree with it, you're automatically an asshole and you're every name in the book, right? So I started looking at the responses of it. I didn't comment on this post because 
I'm not a male, right? I'm not going to sit here and respond to a post about my opinion on something that had nothing pertained to me. I'm going to look, though, because I'm nosy as shit. And I want to know the tea on everything and everything there can be. So some of the guys are making comments about body count, right? So they say if there's a body count bigger than zero. I think the guy was trolling, but still, it was a comment that was on there. Someone said, what's your zodiac sign? Um, let's see here. This next one was the one that really went ahead and kind of... It hits two points for me, right? This guy comments and he says, having a massive attitude while being a six. I feel called out right now because I feel like I'm a solid six. I feel like I feel confident. I'm a six, right? And I have a big ass attitude, man. I have like the biggest fucking attitude. <laughs> and uh, a girl comments. Now, why she was commenting on a man's post, I don't know. Or like a post about the guys or whatever. I don't know. You can't get offended by stuff, right? It's, it just, to me, it didn't make sense why the girl was in the comments on a man's post. Because if a guy was in the comments on a girl's only post, right? I have seen that side of it. And the girls go ape shit. They fucking, they, they annihilate you, your family, your whole fucking lineage for like three more generations. They're all diseased. Right? They can't ever show their face in public. If a guy comments on a girl thread, that's it for you, buddy. You have signed your death certificate. So that stood out to me that a female was commenting on. But she comes in with just a joke, right? And it was a funny comeback. She was like, can I have a massive attitude if I'm a seven, though? Like, is that okay? And then this is where the toxic masculinity comes in, where instead of just appreciating the joke, because I thought it was funny, right? Mm -hmm. It seemed like a funny comment. The guy then chimes. It's a different one entirely, not even the OP. If you have a fan account of someone and don't use your real picture, then you obviously aren't a seven. And starts attacking her on her looks. On this girl that you have no idea what this chick looks like at all whatsoever, right? And he starts attacking her looks. That stuck out where I was just like, why do... Why is it when a woman speaks out about something, right? We immediately attack their looks based on their facial features or their weight. Why is that always the two pinpoints? When a guy sees a woman speaking out about something, immediately she's either ugly or fat. We have thoughts on that. I know I'm asking girls on their opinions. If there's any guys in the chat that like to chime in on this, feel free to go ahead and type it. This is really open. I really just want to hear anybody's commentary on this of why we think that is that doesn't help that's a what what'd you say i think it's because what'd you say jelly i said that doesn't help at all uh because you asked if anybody is in the chat that can help any guys in the chat that can help us that doesn't help that's fair that's yeah. fair but no, no. men know the biggest insecurities women have is their facial features and their weight. Yeah. So that's well, more than I likely guess. why they're attacking those two things because they know it'll really actually get to them. Okay. I could see that. So they feel like they have to come out with a retort in a sense of like attacking someone to 
like bring them down because they have a valid point on something? Like why would they why would they even comment? That's my like why do men do that? I men go yeah, for the well, kill, we don't play games, looks and hate. What troll that makes said. sense. That makes sense. They're going for so, the kill So in the same sense when you flip it around, because I have from my um old completely all girls uh mm -hmm. plan one of them she would always um go for the oh you sound like you have a little dick or like you know yeah yeah absolutely that, that was her I, kill shot like she would always just down them that way there is a very popular um content creator and I'm going to say her name. I swear to God, if any of her fans come across this account and think that I'm bashing her, I just want to go on the record and say I am not bashing her at all. I actually genuinely love this woman because when she makes posts, she does it for a reason. She is standing up for people, right? And she's putting people that come out with derogatory terms towards women. She puts them in their place. I'm using her as an example, though, because I feel like if it were reversed, it would not be taken as... As welcoming, right? So I'm just gonna preface that by saying that her name is Drew. It's uh her last name is like F F something. I cannot remember that. I mean, I haven't seen one of her posts in a while, actually. I don't know if it's the algorithm, if she's shadow banned, or if I just haven't liked enough things that are relative to it for her to pop up on there. I thought I was following her. I'm not sure. Her name is Drew, and it started off with. There would be men that would make these comments on TikToks or they would make some fat shaming jokes or they would sit here and degrade women and people would tag her in their posts and she would go ahead and take that video and then roast the fuck out of them. I mean, if I was a man and I ever crossed paths with this woman, I would cease to fucking exist like it would it would be it's so bad sometimes the way that that she like she she like literally goes for the fucking kill. She is a a, a force to be reckoned with. A very strong woman, very great relationship with her partner. Beautiful inside and out. Like she she's really cool. I like her. But my thing, my I guess my question would be if we were to see a man doing the same thing for cuz there are women that attack men. There are women that attack men based on their looks, based on their weight, based on their dick size, based on their height of all things, their height. They can't fucking control, right? Like, we can control our weight to an extent. We can control our looks somewhat, thanks to contour and makeup. Um, we can't control our dick size. Well, not our, because I don't have one. But we can't control the way our genitalia looks. You know, we can groom it and make it look pretty, but we can't change much else about it. <laughs> and, but, and their height, you know? So there are women that do that. If there was a man out there that did the same videos that Drew does, and if there already is, I'd like someone to send me a link because I am not familiar with this person yet. So if there is one out there, please, please bring it to my attention. I'd love to check it out. Um, would it be as accepting to see a man doing what she does for the women who give hate to men? Or do we think, think that they would be canceled? They would probably be canceled. I yeah. think 100% he'd be canceled because I, I understand why Drew does it. And I would understand if a man were to do it too, because it's not that Drew's attacking every single man out there. 
Drew's not attacking every single man out there. She is attacking a vast majority on, on social media because I don't know what it is about these goons when it comes to social media. They come out the woodworks and they do not give a fuck. And Drew finds them and her whole army finds them and she annihilates them. But if a man were to do the same thing for those women who make those comments, he would be deemed, like Choa said, he'd be labeled as a sexist. He'd be labeled as misogynistic. He'd be labeled as a fascist. He'd be labeled as, I mean, everything under the works of it. They'd probably throw in there about being a transphobe, too. Because, God forbid, if it's somebody who is of the LGBTQIA plus community, or part of this damn community, and I still forget our letters sometimes, um, you know, God forbid, if it's a person of that community, then immediately he'd be labeled a transphobe, too. And I just, I find that, I say funny lightly because it's not actually humorous. It's astounding to me of the double standards that that is. Because if a man were to go ahead and do that, he would be out of existence completely, banned from the social media platform, lose everything that he built to create. And yes, Drew does receive some hate for her stuff. You know what I mean? It's not to say that she doesn't. But I feel like for the man counterpart, it would be 10 times worse. For him, just because he is a man. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, one thing that you had like, I thought we were going down a different rabbit hole earlier, <laughs> was that you mentioned body count. Um, yes. And so I want to bring that up because that is a thing that guys like boast or brag about is their body count yeah like and that's, had that that's an achievable for them but for a woman then they're just horse and sluts yeah i actually a guy that i was with a while ago he he had a body count of like a hundred i'm not even playing and he told me a key my body count's lap. probably up there a key to many locks is a bad key or a good key but a lock to many keys is a bad key lock or lock you know what i mean it's a it's a a key to many locks is a good key it's a master key but a lock that opens up for many keys is a bad lock yeah so in that analogy the woman's vagina is a lock and the man's key is a penis and I get it to an uh to um to an extent. Hold on one second. I want to track to this to Tro real quick because this is in regards to what we were just talking about before we get into this topic. Um, Tro says both men and women have double standards society has set for them, but those double standards are is those double standards are vastly different categories and sometimes counterdict each other. Body count for men is praised, but for women, it's shamed. Mocking a man's weight is okay, but not mocking a woman's weight, etc. Sorry, already <laughs> drinking. That's okay. We'll excuse the typos, Joa. That's, that's, yes, and that's what we're getting into. So it, it's okay to mock a man's weight, but it's not okay to mock a woman's weight. Um, it's okay for a man to have a high body count, but it's not okay for a woman to have a high body count. So I have, this is only my fourth relationship no well 
technically technically there was a third that was kind of like a half-ass relationship right there i don't really count it but still we'll just say we'll just say negan's my fourth relationship right the previous ones i had been in body count was a huge thing where with my first relationship he was my first high school sweetheart first uh you know lost my virginity to him had a child with him the works uh spoiler alert he is also jordan's first baby daddy which is how we met um but he different did story so different different story for a different time um my second relationship was my second child's father and at that point in time i had just went through my hoe phase right before i met him and when i say hoe phase lightly i was definitely trying to fill some voids and other things and um, it was a high body count, but I was actually embarrassed of having a high body count because there is such a stigma behind it. So I spent the entirety two years of our relationship lying to him about what my body count was. I did. I lied to him for two years. I lied to him about what my body count was. And then fast forward, I go through another two years of being single. I you know, hooked up with a few, but I spent like actually like a good year and a half of nothing with nobody because I didn't want to be bothered. Um, but there was about like a six month period total where I was just like balls to the wall, literally. Um where I hit another hoe phase and I was doing my thing and then I meet Negan and I just tell Negan right off the rip, I was like, look, I want to go into this relationship with honesty. I just want you to know that if body count is a thing for you, like, and I'm getting ready to pour my heart out to this man. He looks at me, he goes, I do not give a fuck about your body count. I'm like, you don't care. He's like, no. He's like, why would I care? And I was like, I genuinely do not know, but there are men that do care. And so I automatically assume that every man cares about a woman's body count because it's a big thing that people talk about and bring up in relationships and it's a big you know topic point for a lot of people a lot of podcasts interviews it's a huge huge thing for some guys and uh if there are guys out there let are listening that do have an insight on if body count does mean something to you and why it does i'm curious to see your view on it um i guess my question for those who who see it that way is do you really believe that there is a difference in the sex that you are having with your partner once you learn about the body count? Because I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Um, without being too vulgar here, okay, I have um, partook in activities with myself. And there, it's, it's a very... Um, it's difficult to, okay, how am I trying to say this? <laughs> it's a very uh, tight fit, okay? We'll just say that. Still kind of vulgar, but still, whatever. Um, and I have had Negan tell me that sometimes he doesn't believe that I have had you know, a high count, if we're going off the idea that people think like, oh, you know, you've been ran through. So it's like throwing a hot dog through a hallway. Well, <laughs> I'm about as close to ran through as we can get here. I'm here to tell you that, guys. I will be the first to admit, I, I tell you guys all the time that I'm a whore. Everybody knows it. I make that joke. Negan calls me his little whore. Like, it's not. I don't see that as a derogatory term. If you call me a whore, I say thank you. Or I say yes. Yes, I am. 
who's asking. Like, I'm not ashamed of it. I used to be. I'm not anymore. A big thing that is Negan and his acceptance and embracing or encouraging me to embrace it in myself. Um, but he tells me, he's like, that's that's not a thing. That's, that's not a thing. And uh, if it were a thing, I wouldn't believe that you've been with other people because of how it is there. You know, it's just, it's it's very nice, basically. <laughs> You're <laughs> Troa says body count matters for me personally but only to the extent that my partner knows what she likes and prefers I view it as going to the store and trying different types of donuts sometimes you gotta go through the jelly filled kinds until you get to the delicious cream filled one you like so by your statement Troa are you saying that you prefer a woman with a higher body count because she has the experience and she knows what she likes so you guys don't have that awkward phase of figuring out the do's and don'ts. Like you guys know what you want and you just have great sex. Because that is Negan's viewpoint on it. He likes the fact that I'm experienced. I like the fact that he is experienced because you can tell we're experienced. And I'm telling you what right now, if 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 streaming doesn't work out, you're going to catch me on some other websites. I'm just saying. We'd make some bank there. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. It's a good time for everybody. <laughs> You know, I guess I kind of see it the same way. I prefer someone who's got a higher body count because then they know what the hell they're doing. And. Yeah, it's just easier. I have been with someone that's had lower body counts and it has been. Uncomfortable because you try and talk to them and tell them the do's and the don'ts and you try to have that open communication with them but they aren't really receptive of it. Like they're not really trying to learn anything. And so it's like, listen, bud, we've, we've got to either got to be very receptive of what I'm saying right now. I, cause this isn't working. <laughs> Body count, both low and high does not limit my experience with a partner. Low means you just get to find boundaries with each other. High count means you can skip the exploration phase and just enjoy it. <laughs> body count is a dope ass band not gonna lie what up tubsy <laughs> i was waiting for you to chime in here i know it's kind of early for yeah. you you're an old man you like to sleep on I um, i've met people with high body counts though that had absolutely no idea what they were doing they just had the count to and have the number they were complete trash that they just slept with some lady one time and um I can I can concur to that because we actually um we have more than one, you know, shared we partner sleep with here. The same people. No, <laughs> no, it's only happened twice, okay? Only twice. That we know of. Not again. Never again. Um well, but I don't plan on sleeping with Negan, so oh, trust I me, he does not plan on that. sleeping with you. He thinks you're too crazy for him. And I, you know Does he not know you? <laughs> I think you're crazier than me, Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It just depends on the topic, honestly. It really just depends. Um, I like the way Troa is putting both low and high in there is because you are right. You know, low just means that there are boundaries. You get to learn your partner and that's that's nice. And then high count means that, you know, they have the experience. You don't. I feel like there's still things to explore, though, because me and Ian mm -hmm. definitely are still exploring things. 
I was gonna and, say, even if, you know, yeah, I feel like you can always explore things. Like, yeah. not everyone has the same exact sexual relations with everyone. Right. Like, you're I always f- learning new things that you like. I feel that most guys don't don't necessarily shame you for your body count. They are like the the majority of them. We just tend to find the guys that do, in a sense, because That's the more I talk to people. That. There are guys that I, you know, I have a lot of guy friends and I've asked this question and Negan and his friends view the same way. I think actually he has one friend who doesn't view this way, um, who is on the opposite end of the the topic. But there, I, I don't think that men really like care too much. They're not going to shame you for it. Sure, they may have a preference. You know what I mean? Like they may want to experience things with you or, you know, um, the less introspective a guy is, the more body count matters to that guy. Usually those are the guys that you don't stay with. I like that incentive there. I I like that. That's actually really good. I will make that I will make that into a clip actually. Um that I mean that makes sense when you think about it. It really does. I just on the other end of it, okay, for the guys, girls don't seem to really care about the high body count. Right? I mean, I've never cared about the high body count. I don't. I don't care about it. I am grateful that Negan has a high body count because the experience he has and what our sex life is. Right? So I would say, I think as I've gotten older, I do have a preference. But it does not fully matter to me. If that makes sense. But it is definitely a stigma where it is there are more guys that care about the body count of women than there are girls that care about the body count of them. You got to step away? Okay, that's fine. Um, another thing that was brought up, so I brought this up in my last podcast, and I will touch base on this. I talked to Jelly about it. She's going to step away for a second. Another thing that was brought up was... um. Kind of tied into what we spoke about earlier when it came to a girl having guy friends and a guy having girlfriends, right? And we established that if we know the girl, right, if you don't hide her from us, you introduce us to her, like, we're more welcoming of it. Like, we're more accepting of it. When a guy hides the relationship or is kind of sneaky with it, it gives us reason for a doubt. And it's like, well, why are you hiding her from us if... If we don't, like, if we have nothing to worry about, why are you giving me reason to worry? The same can be said for women. I feel that in my experience, women are definitely more sneaky with it and a little bit more vindictive with it. And I only say that based on how I used to be as a partner when I was younger, because I had people that I would talk to. I would deem them as friends, but I knew damn good and well that ever if given the opportunity they would, they would do dirty things in a heartbeat. And I knew that. Oh, and I, I knew I that. Had, I and had I quite a few of those as well. And I kept them as friends. And I would tell my partner, don't worry. They're just a friend. And I knew that, well, if he had someone in his phone, which he did, um, both of them, that's beside the point. But if I knew, but if he had friends, that he had kind of waiting on the sideline, I would flip my fucking shit. I would go off. I would freak the fuck out. 
And I look back on it now that I'm 28, maybe 29, settled down, three kids, the whole works. I look at it now and I'm like, why was it okay for me to have that friend in my mind, in my mind space? Why was it okay for me to have that friend? But I was totally against him having that friend. And Jordan, you said that you had friends like that too. Why do you think that is? Yeah. Why was why is it the I case for us? I mean, I've I've done it in the past, like when I was younger. I mean, I say younger, but I I'll be twenty five next week. Um, or no, yeah. this week. This this week. This Thursday. Uh huh. Um, and I've had guy friends that as soon as I got out of a relationship, I knew that they were a piece of ass I could get, and I went for it. Um, but honestly, I don't know why I. I don't I don't either. That's something I would definitely like to um I have actually requested to talk to my therapist about that. A thing, a theory that I have, right? In those relationships, working from the office will be listening though. I appreciate it, demonic things are coming on in. A theory that I have as to why I kept friends in my phone and deem them as just friends, knowing that if given the opportunity, they would hit it, right? Knowing that. It didn't matter if I was in a relationship or not. If I gave them the go-ahead, they would do that, right? Yeah, like the moment you you took a break from that said person, whether it's a even break if I didn't take a break, even if I wanted hours. to cheat on even if I wanted to cheat on my partner, I know that they would do it in a heartbeat, these people. Oh yeah. I've had right? those. Granted, I've never cheated on someone i've been cheated on in almost every relationship i've ever been in um but yeah. like anytime you go to take that break or you would just break up and change your facebook status they were immediately right back in your inbox wanting to hang out yeah so my theory Okay, and this is really putting myself on blast. This is me being very vulnerable right now and being very, like, holding accountability here. I don't know if it's accurate, if there's any science behind it, but it's something that I've thought about deeply because I do a lot of self-reflection as I've gotten older, right? I think that looking back in those relationships, I lacked a lot of things. And one of the things that I lacked was the attention and the reassurance. And I'm not talking about... You need to be up my ass 24-7, texting me, calling me, knowing where you're at, stuff like that. I'm talking about genuine, paying attention to details, um, actually, you know, showing that you care about me as much as I have put in the effort to care about you, et cetera, right? That reassurance. I lacked that in the relationship. And the second I started lacking that, I had these other people on my phone that gave me this attention, that gave me compliments that sat there and coddled to my needs or what I thought was my need. And so I feel like I kept them in my phone because if something happened where I was having a bad night or I needed someone to tell me I was pretty or if I needed someone to tell me how sexy I was or how much they would do things for me, I had that at my fingertips. I could text one of the guys and just be like, oh, I'm having a hard time, you know, so-and-so did this. And I would play the victim to get what I wanted to get that reassurance, that affirmation from somebody else other than just being open and honest with my partner. Now, a lot of that did have to do, you know, with my partner, there were some faults in them. Of course, you know, it's not just one person, 
But exactly, Troa. I would say that I had them in my phone because of lack of communication on both mine and my partner's end. Because it it always takes two. It's not just one side with communication. Sometimes when you're trying to communicate with your partner, you may not be communicating at the level that they are understanding. I find that with Negan, if I sit down, we just had a talk last night too. Now, mind you, we don't fight. We have not fought, right? But we had a sit down about something. And I sat him down and I talked to him. I laid it out. And I said, before I got into something, I was like, I want you to know that I do not mean it in this way. So if it comes off that way, please know that these are not my intentions. And I talked to him as, as, I'm, as I'm talking on this podcast right now. And he will reciprocate it and talk back with me. And I, I compare this now to how it was in the past in the relationships. That was never there. I did not know how to communicate with my partners and they did not know how to communicate with me. And so when we lacked something there, I just sought it out elsewhere instead of trying to find to make that work with that person. And I think why I did that was because, you know, you always think when you're in love, you're in love. You always think that. Looking back, I think there was love there. It was definitely not in love with someone. 100% was not in love. There was love, just not in love. And there's a huge difference with that. And I can't speak for everybody. I can't say that's why women do it. But I feel like that's why I did it personally. Jelly, all you missed, or did you hear it all or no? I heard, yeah. Oh, okay. Do you have anything to say about that? made me think the conversation that you were having kind of made me think of the Matt Rife clip where he's like, ladies, like that guy who you say is your best friend, he's not your best friend. He's sitting there waiting and the moment that your relationship blows up and you're like, you go to him and he's like, oh yeah, really? You broke up? Okay. Okay. I actually had that happen after my son's dad and I split up a couple of years ago. My best friend who I have known since we were three, like our, our moms went to high school together, everything. Do I know um, this person? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Not like no like that. I just I'm just trying to see if I know this story already, basically. That's all. You gotta oh, remember, no, me I and never... Jordan have known each other for like almost or six years in October. Six so. years in October. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she tells stories. I'm like, do I know this story? I feel like I know this. <laughs> anyway, continue. Right. Back to Jordan's um, story. <laughs> but I actually ended up hooking up with this guy after we had split. And I'm like, well, why did I do that? A, it ruined our friendship because he was lousy in bed. And B, I, it, he was always just a good friend that I just randomly flirted with, like harmless flirting. But why did I do it? Like, yeah. And I see I the that. issue with it now and what the issue was, like, because it did cause real issues in our relationship. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he was still talking to his exes, um, like on a daily. Uh, so I was like, well, if you can do it, I can still talk to my guy friends and it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
Demonic says, I will say I was that dude in high school. Matt was right. Most dudes are like that. So Demonic is agreeing with the Matt Wright video that this guy that you think is your best friend would definitely hit it if given the chance. And that's what I was saying. I had the, I it, had it, these guys in my phone that not all of them. There were some, though, <laughs> that I knew for sure if given the chance, they would have. All I needed was oh, yeah, my permission. 100%. Whether I was in a relationship exactly. or not, all I needed was my permission. Now, I do currently have guy friends that would they probably, probably, you know, but not while I'm in a relationship for one. I know that my guy friends, all of the guy friends that I have do know and respect that I'm in a relationship and they understand that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do I feel like they would hook up with me if I gave them the go ahead? I feel like there are a few that maybe, maybe, now maybe all of them would. I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, they know them. They're not sitting here trying to push for anything or even give that inclination of it because either, you know, because I'm in a relationship with Negan or most of them actually have a partner themselves. There is one guy friend that Jordan does know. Do not name drop. Um, he has been one of my best friends since high school. We talked. The one that I slept with? The one that you slept with. Yes. <laughs> um god me and jordan need like our own podcast of our fucked up world um that might be something if people are interested in you know but there i was friends with him at one point in high school we did try and talk it didn't work out i wasn't allowed to date in high school i wasn't allowed to date until i was my first boyfriend i was 16 quick little sidebar that i was 16 I was in love with this dude. He pressured me to have sex. I was like, no. He asked me again. I said, no. He asked me the third time. I said, no, I'm not ready. I'm 16. On my 17th birthday, he came over to my house and I had a Spider-Man, a Spider-Man birthday cake because I'm obsessed with Spider-Man. Have been since I was a little girl. Wonder where my kid gets it from. Um, And later that day, my mom drove. No, no, I drove. I drove my mom's car. To go take him home. And, you know, he kissed me goodbye. He asked me again if I wanted my birthday present. I said, what's my birthday present? Lo and behold, he's trying to hook up with me. I was like, no, not what I want. I'm not ready. I was terrified. And uh, of, of having sex. I was terrified of having sex. That's why I waited so long. But then he decided to... Jesus Christ, Tubsy. I, oh my God, I'm going to comment on that. I'm going to read that out loud. Um, but anyway, he broke up with me on my 17th birthday because I did not put out and then proceeded to tell the whole school that we hooked up. I had a stereotypical breakup thing that happened where a rumor was spread around that I hooked up with him. It was awful. So the Tubsy, just for everybody listening, because this will go on YouTube and we are looking into posting these on Spotify as well. And I'm probably going to post this clip on TikTok just to go ahead and post this everywhere. His name is the Tubsy on all social media platforms, and he reads, oh my God, it gets worse. Tubsy reads, I lost my virginity on a plastic Ikea chair. I got broken up with by Ikea chair girl on Christmas morning. Also pretty rad. Also pretty rad. (laughs) Oh my God. Demonic reads, mine was on the 4th of July weekend when both my family and my now wife's family were at the same campground. That's kind of glitchy. 
get a little sneaky deaky, like sneak away and just like quietly. How romantic. Were there stars out at night? Mine was to my first son's father. I was two months shy of 18. I told my parents I was going to our mutual friend's uh, Halloween party. And instead, we stayed at my aunt's house. And I went to his house because his parents were gone. Or so they were supposed to be. And I'll never forget what I was wearing because it is a very cringe outfit. It was lime green sweatsuit from Aeropostale. So it was the pants and the little zip-up jacket. It was lime green. I thought I was the shit in that outfit. And it was literally laying on my left side with my pants down by my ankles. I was fully clothed. And that was it for me. And I was just like, this is what I've been afraid of. <laughs> this is it. Um, I guess we're talking about virginity stories. A lot of girls are afraid to lose their virginity because people make it seem like it's going to be the most painful thing in the world. That wasn't even it for me. That was not even it for me. It was because my parents were very big Bible humpers. Um, They're a little bit more extreme than thumpers. Um, They preach the Bible and they don't really follow suit with anything other than what they choose to, which is nowadays modern Christians. And... um. They had it engraved in my brain that the second I have sex, I will get pregnant. And I believed them. And so I was terrified because I was like, I can't be a teen mom. Gets pregnant at 20. <laughs> um, Troa says, mine was in the middle of summer. I was 21 and it was a long time crush. We hooked up once and then she moved away the next week. That sounds like a, a going away movie. It does. It sounds like a Noah Sparks novel. <laughs> <laughs> Matching track shoot track suits are OP. Fuck yeah. Dodge teenage pregnancy by a year skills. I'm telling you, man, I'm <laughs> I did good. Um <laughs> my buddy was hyping me up and we had to bike to the gas station to buy razors and they had no shaving cream. That's fucking hilarious. Yes, not not thumpers, humpers. Bible humpers were my parents, 100%. Um, we definitely got sidetracked there. So yeah. there was another there was another topic that I wanted to bring up. Um, not necessarily a topic. It was another tweet I saw in that thread I was talking about other one, other um other one. Conditioner works well too, Demonic. I I vulgar one. That. I think a while ago you said there's a more vulgar one. No, it was um me basically talking about finger blasting, but I was trying to I was trying to um censor my words in that story specifically. Okay. Um, which doesn't matter. I'll just cut all this out and you guys will have no proof of anything. So whatever. <laughs> um, so the the tweet, it was back to that tweet where it was like the the guys only, you know, it was asking like men their preferences. And I found this really funny was that someone commented what up playboy thank you for the lurk i appreciate you hope your day is going good some guy commented and said attitude when shit can be a calm mature conversation general statement i you know i agree with him 100 i find that unattractive in anybody if you are freaking you have a massive attitude anytime i approach you you're being immature about something and it can be completely handled you know a, a, a night and day difference 
you know, like, yeah, I'm immediately turned off. Like, fuck you. I don't even want to be around you right now. Right. I agree with the statement. So a girl comments and goes, respect is earned, BB. And someone goes, trust is earned. Respect should be inherent. She says, when men aren't respectful, they don't inherently require respect. They require a swift kick in the dick. I feel like this person in particular is projecting a bit based on their personal bad experiences with some men in their lives. And as a woman who has had a very, two very traumatic things happen to her in her life, um, I, I'm a victim of sexual abuse and um, of the hard R as well. Um, and I have a lot of, a lot of, you know, trauma dealing with that. Um, I can understand where that hate comes from, where you want to generalize things and you want to go ahead and project onto people. I, I get that. However, I have to disagree with her comment because it is very stereotypical in saying that men don't deserve the respect and men don't deserve this and men don't deserve that. So I'm going to ignore Tubsy's comment so I can get my thought out here. Um, Keep going. I feel that no matter if you are a man, a woman, in between, non-binary, however you may identify, I feel that respect has to be given in, in order for it to be enhanced. Same with trust, okay? You have to give a little, a very small amount. You have to give a little in order for them to earn anything further, it is impossible for somebody to earn your trust unless you give them a little bit of trust to show you that they can earn your trust or a little bit of respect to show you that they can earn your respect. And I, I feel like the statement was very generalized towards men, but whether you, no matter how you identify, whatever you're born as, whatever you feel, whatever the case is, it goes for everybody. Respect and trust are hand in hand and you have to give a little in order to grow. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I didn't hear you. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I'm making sure I'm not muted. I said, I, I agree. Like you have to, like you have to give a little out. Like you can't just blatantly be like, I 100% do not trust you. You have to earn earn my trust. Like, well, how's that mm-hmm. going to happen? Like, if you don't, like, give a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say, like, at the very beginning of um, this current relationship in talking with him, um, there was one time where he was, like, it was very beginning. He was, like, do you trust me? I'm like, oh, sure. Like, and so right. I just flat out gave him my address, and and then he sent me. I remember that. I remember that story. You were super excited about that gift. Yeah, that was the mic, wasn't it? Because your microphone had broken and had like literally shot the shit. Uh, no, the the mic was later. Um, the oh. original was the snuggie because he oh, okay. To, um overnight me a a ghost oh yeah to keep me warm Mm -hmm. (laughs) remember that ghost is his um well now their pet 
Um, she had met somebody through the gaming community. Shout out, Weenie. I still hate you. Um, and <laughs> just kidding. We love Weenie. We do. Um, but yeah, it was a very, very cute and touching moment. And yeah, you had, you're right. You had to give that trust, even an ounce of it to go ahead and to now build what you guys have, the foundation you have now and the trust that you have for each other. It couldn't blossom unless you planted that seed, you know? Um, in most cases for me, I will say I will trust someone with a, a, at least a little bit until yeah. they ruin that yeah like i will trust to an extent yes unless yeah. they give a reason not to yeah like, understandable a good vibe sensor like if if you're giving off that vibe where i'm like no you're you're sketch like yeah i have a prime example of just a little ounce of trust what up weenie a little Dang. ounce of trust as <laughs> What up, Scarmo? How we living? You don't trust anyone. I feel that. Um, I will say a, an example, just a small example outside of relationships is about the trust is that for me as a content creator, welcoming people into my discord, that is a sign of trust. I'm trusting that here's my link. I'm trusting that you know how to behave as an adult. You know how to be a decent human being. You're not going to come in, do a bunch of racist shit, a lot of sexist shit, start drama, et cetera, et cetera. Have there been people that have come into the community and broken that trust? Yeah, there's been quite a few. Yes, they've been banned. Yes, they're not welcome back. Done and done. Does that prohibit me from trusting newer people to join? No, we've had a lot of people join actually the last two weeks. We've had a decent amount of people join. Some people just join for Discord calls and then they leave. That's fine. But um, yeah, look at me. <laughs> the MLB community <laughs> would like to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> with me what did i do <laughs> anyway um so it's you you have to go ahead and um you have to have like an ounce of trust even just a, the tiniest bit and then when you give that ounce of it people either build on it and they enhance that bond that strength the trust you trust them with stronger things deeper things have a deeper connection with them me and jelly are great friends we met each other on tiktok by the way it was a random tiktok about a girl's discord which completely fucking tanked um but me and jelly became good friends we've been good friends ever since you know and uh, with Jordan, I gave Jordan the strongest form of trust that anybody can give them. I met Jordan when she was dating my son's father, and I gave her the trust of being with my child alone. And she could, she'll attest to that. Like, that was, that was how our trust formed. I trusted Jordan that she would take care of my child, that my child was in good hands. Because I was working full time. She was stay at home. Um, Jordan has health conditions, which I won't get into much into. It's not my business. But she um, is limited to what work she can actually do. And so she was a big help, actually, with um, my son when he was younger. You guys have a wild history. Holy moly. Tubsy, I think me and Jordan need to do, like, our own little, um, like, 30-minute, hour-long podcast history, of our relationship. You know, That's what I'm saying. We, we didn't get along for quite a while. You even tried fighting me at one point. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, actually, funny story. With her second son, she tried fighting me. Yeah, she, um, Jordan, 
and I have really strong attitudes and I was really um starting class in secondary and I appreciate it. Not really hormonal. I was actually genuinely pissed off at you because um something had been said by our baby daddy and he had made a comment and you know this is this is years ago just so you guys know for reference sake this is like like five, five years, years five and a half years because because he'll be five on October 1st yeah. so it's five and he'll a half years ago exactly so you know we've done a lot of growth since then we we put the kids first we're good friends we keep like we're involved between the two we of us we have five kids and yeah we get along better than she does with our baby daddy and most days than I do with our baby daddy. And we actually have a decent, healthy relationship for the most part. But anyway, back to the, the fighting story. Um, she had pulled up to the apartment I was in with my second son's father. And they had pulled up and I went ahead and I ran down there and I was yelling. At her. I was telling her, I was calling her everything but a white girl. I was like, get the fuck out of this car. I don't give a fuck if I'm seven and a half months pregnant. I'll beat your ass right here. Like, let's go. I was trying okay, to rip her out of that damn thing. This this time was the first, like, before you even told everyone you were pregnant with him. And you had me pinned pretty much in between the car and the door. I don't remember that one. I remember when you yeah. pulled up to the apartment in Troy, which I don't care if people know about that. I've talked about that all the time. Me and me and uh, Craw, Craw Daddy Plays, fun fact, we're from the same area. We're neighboring towns, our hometowns. Um, it was at Troy was whenever you pulled up. You were in the vehicle. It was in the little Nissan. That's the one that I remember. Yeah. But I'll beat your ass, thing. Chip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was, was ready same... to fight her. Yeah, but this was when you, before you even announced that you were pregnant with him because our Jordan, you did, you did get out of the car and I did have you pinned between the car door and stuff. Like I did. That was the same fight. It was the same one. You weren't that pregnant though. You hadn't even. No, I wasn't. So this was before the summer. I was, yeah. I had told friends and family, but I was, by I didn't announce on were, social media. By the time you were seven and a half months pregnant with your second, I was pregnant with my first. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I got the timeline wrong. I wasn't seven and a half months pregnant. That was somebody else I tried fighting. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Our kids are actually, are, well, my, my oldest, youngest and kids, her oldest like, are three months apart. Four months, four well, months apart. Yeah, four months apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were pregnant at the same time. It was lovely. Yeah, it was a really good time. We have a very toxic past, the two of us. Um. So she, the thing though is that we have come a long way in the five or almost six years that we've known each other. Um, we realized that while we may piss each other off a lot like she'll go ahead and ghost me like she won't talk. if she's mad at me she won't answer my phone calls for like a week straight and then she'll oh. decide that she'll answer me um and then i ignore her calls not on purpose though your phone. <coughs> i'm so bad about it dude i'm so bad about answering my phone i always tell myself i'll call people back and then i just forget to call people back um yes. jordan jordan okay. receives the ass end of that the yeah. sin likes to do she likes to make phone calls instead of text message. I, this millennial here does not like phone calls. And I'm like, she's calling. I hate when people call me, but I also hate texting people back. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. She, she's bad know. about that too, though. She'll open your message and then just not say anything. 
Last week was a rare moment. It really was demonic. I actually, well, you texted me beforehand and you're just like, hey, can I call you? So I made sure that I had the availability and remember because it was relatively important. It was a good thing to to talk about and I'm appreciative of it. So it was important to do it. Um, apparently, Demonica is currently shitting on company time and Tubsy is hyping him up right now. So that's good. We're really happy for you. Um, boss makes a dollar while you make a time and that's why you poop on company time. That's my little rhyme I always tell myself. Mm -hmm. yeah I when i that when i used time. to be employed like last week <laughs> um but yeah so that's me and jordan a long history it's a whole different fucking podcast topic all that um but reality the, tv show and all reality tv show for point. sure um but the the moral of the story is that we have decided that we put the kids first so no matter if we're pissed off at each other we still make sure that the kids have a relationship with each other um and it's a little bit difficult right now because the distance we live from each other but we're currently in the works of trying to make sure i can go make her some french toast for her birthday because i make the best french toast um, he acts like i live hours tough. away from her i live 30 minutes down the I road i was gonna say what is this distance Baby like, girl, you do not. Minutes. I'm telling you right. Hold up. I'm not going to disclose where you live, but I'm going to Google a map it right now. And I'm going to tell you how far away you live. I will Google it right now. I'm telling you, we only live like 30 minutes apart. 40. Oh. It's that extra. Oh, sorry. 45 minutes. Same. There's a difference. There's but, a 15 minute difference there. So anyway, the issue is timing because when the kids go to school, um, my mom runs an in-home daycare. And so the kids nap from a certain time to time. My youngest or my oldest goes to school at the time. My youngest is napping. So it's just like timing thing. Too. It's really chaotic on weekdays for sure. Yeah. Um, but before let's let's stop that rabbit trail. Let's get back on track here. Um, Kick is eating demonic's messages. That happens to me quite frequently. Where sometimes I'll actually send the message three times, and I'll eat it twice, and then later my message will pop up again. And I'm like, wait, I didn't send it a fourth time. What happened? Um. So then Ooh. I decided to go ahead and go on Reddit. I went on Reddit and I typed in what are some things that women get away with that men would be annihilated for, right? And Reddit is a fun app. It's a fun site to go ahead and just look at people stirring up the pot. Um, let's talk about Demonic's message. What message? Oh, you're mocking me. Got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Getting back <laughs> on track and talking. Okay. Anyway, sorry. ADHD, dude. I'm trying to interact with you guys while you're here. This is a lot of editing I'll have to take out for the fucking YouTube video. <laughs> um, Sean out killed me with the with his Twitter comment. That was good. I, I posted on Twitter and I said, question for the guys. What are some things that women can or women get mad at men for or something like that? And uh, Sean made a comment and he goes, breathing. <laughs> and... I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of men feel that way. Even Negan was cracking jokes about it. Um, does he actually feel that way? No. Some days, probably. But it, it was a good comment. But I went on Reddit, okay? And I'm going to read off some of the comments of Reddit. Some of them are a little intense, and I don't know if I want to go ahead and go into those because, again, it's all about context. 
people take things out of context all the time. So one of the things that women can do that if men were to do it, um, uh, sorry, I was reading the mom's comment, watching entire seasons of shows they can do, but playing an hour of video games is damn near racist. Um, yeah, I have witnessed that. that I have yeah. witnessed that actually. I have witnessed that where, you know, go ahead, Jordan. Uh, sitting there watching that exact he's exactly right sitting there watching an entire season of shows but the moment her stuff's over he's got to get up right then and there he's not allowed to play his video games anymore and he wants attention or she wants attention yeah when she didn't give him attention and that's why half the time he went to his video game because she was already busy doing something else i will say that as the plus side to dating a gamer and being a gamer is that he understands that if I want to go take an hour or two to myself to go get wrecked by some kids on Fortnite that he doesn't care. He's like, go have fun, you know, because I'll still get up. I'll make sure the kids are taken care of. I'll make sure dinner's cooked and stuff like my duties are, you know, taken care of. It's my responsibility in the house, um, which is another whole topic thing. I was called a gender traitor for that. Yes, Fortnite's Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. But that is the plus side to it is that we're very, um, we are very, uh, just accepting of that with each other. Like I know that he plays farming simulator and he'll play that if he has like 15 minutes to kill before work in the morning, he'll go play it. Um, he's built this dope ass farm. I actually want to do it. where like, um, a little segment in the stream. I just want to take like 15, 20 minutes to like hook up his Xbox so I can show you guys the farm that he's built. Cause it looks really freaking cool. And, uh, I think oh, we are going God. to actually have a section where we are building a farm together. Farming, yes. A farming simulator. Midwest, farming simulator. It looks so cool. Tubsy. If I, so Tubsy, I'm going to send you a picture. Okay, I'm going to send you a picture of his farm and you're going to be impressed with it. Okay, you can talk your shit, but you'll be impressed. Um, so anyway, let's go to the Reddit comments, right? So the first one, okay. Um, only can be blessed late 90, early 2000 country. Yes, 100%. The best country. Not the best, but damn near close. So Pretty good. The first comment on Reddit of something that women can do that if men were to do it, it would be like, what in the fuck are you doing? Right. And I thought this was really, really interesting because I never thought about this one. Using the bathroom of the opposite sex at a crowded bar. Oh, 100 percent. I've used men's bathrooms. Do you know how many times I've used the men's bathroom? I couldn't even tell you how many times. If I got to fucking go, I'm going to a bathroom. I am going to go in whoever's bathroom and go pee. Yes. Yes. Now, if I saw a man going into the woman's restroom, I would be like, what's going on right there? Now, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that. If it is a, if it's only one stall, I will 110% go in to that bathroom, go pee. I don't care. But if it's multiple stalls, I will not go in there. And I would not expect a male to go in there. I have gone into one where it's multiple. I've gone into a men's bathroom where there is stalls and urinals in it. And I have walked in on a man peeing. And I come out and I was like, please excuse me. I have a weak bladder. I really need to pee. And there's a long line. And I I covered my face and ran right past him. Just ran straight into a stall. I've done that. Because for some 
for some reason, men pee so much faster than women, and women always have a freaking line when it comes to the bathroom. Jelly was going to say something. What are you going to say, Jelly? Uh, the, the U-Haul lady that we dropped our U-Haul off to is sexist. Because I walked up to her, and when we got there, it's like 45 minutes from here. We got there, I said, do you have a restroom? And she was like, uh, for you, yes. For him, no. That's because <laughs> boys pee everywhere. But at the same time, I've had girls pee but everywhere. Literally had to go in there to shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. That's <laughs> fucked up. How can you sit there and tell a man that he can't use the restroom? You know what? There are some nasty there are some nasty men out there. Like the campground that we usually go to, um, like up at like the bait shop. The last time we went camping, they had the men's bathroom shut and locked because a man went in there and shit all over the place. That's that's disgusting. I understand that. I understand what you were saying. There are some nasty People in general use the bathroom because the women's restrooms can get really nasty too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) as a place of business. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shit on the walls and ceilings. Oh, my God. There's shit everywhere. I have have one. Oh, my God. Is that a dumb and dumb room? At the Uh, U-Haul. Exactly. Yes. So at the U-Haul place, while I'm in her bathroom shitting, he asks, "Do you have a trash can?" She's like, "Nope." Like she is a man hater. I got your reference, Dubsy. Don't worry. I got you. I feel like okay. I'm gonna go pee on the other side of the uh, U-Haul bin. I listen. I've done it. Where just recently, when we went out to North Carolina, we were coming back from the casino. It was me, Negan, and his um. So he's the oldest, but she's the oldest girl. So it's his oldest younger sister. And we went into the gas station. She wanted to go try a four loco for the first time. And I was strongly encouraging it because I love chaos. And so she bought four of them. <laughs> and okay. I was just like, bitch, you are not even going to finish one. <laughs> but anyway, I asked if I could use the restroom. And he goes, the women's is um the women's is not uh usable right now. And I was like, Well, do you have a men's restroom? Like, I don't care. Like, am I allowed to use it? Like, can I use the restroom, public restroom? And he declined it. And I was like, What? I was like, I just gotta pee, bro. I have another hour before we get to her house and forty five minutes before we get back to the house we're staying at. Like, what do you mean I can't what? And it's the only gas station open. I said, fuck it. And I went ahead and I just walked out the front door, walked around the side of the building, walked to the back. There's an abandoned shopping cart back there. Why at a gas station? I don't know. It's the country. And I popped a squat and took a piss out in the woods right behind the gas station. I've had my fair share of peeing on the road Mm -hmm. or like when I went to the Alabama concert when my youngest Mm -hmm. was little. So it's been almost two years. I was in the parking garage before this place opened and I had to pee so badly. I stepped on the other side of a vehicle that doesn't move. It just sits there and peed with cops from the bottom looking up at me like, what are you doing? That's hilarious. Don't mind me. I, I, I just had to pee. 
Early 2000s Four Locos hit different. That shit was a step away from meth. You are not wrong. That shit was dangerous. I am waiting for the day when they have a have you or a loved one been affected by a Four Loco? You may be entitled to some compensation. <laughs> I'm waiting for that commercial. I am I'm hitting that fucking button so fast to dial in. Let me tell you my story. <laughs> Coming in like a fucking war war criminal or not war criminal. Oh my god. Uh fucking prisoner of wars be like, I was affected by the four locos. Um okay, so we've we reached that one. So there's another one on here that was really interesting. Um another one someone brought up an episode of Ellen. Now I vaguely remember this episode, but not exactly. And if any of you remember it, feel free to chime in. He commented, remember on Ellen when that lady took a creep shot of a good looking underage male supermarket bagger. Ellen or the photo went viral and Ellen interviewed the guy. Imagine what would happen if genders were reversed. Oh, yeah. 100%. So this lady it had taken a picture of this of this shopping bagger, right? Underage. You know, they're usually kids that they have hired. there, like anywhere from 15 to 17. And this lady who is obviously above you know the legal age took a very not incriminating but it was very creepy of taking a picture of him stating how good looking he was and stuff like that if a man were to go ahead and take a picture of an underage shopping girl and post that on social media and i saw that i'd be like you are the biggest fucking creep why are you posting this this is so gross now I would definitely comment on the woman's if I came through too. But instantly in my brain, I am more intrigued or not intrigued, but really just disgusted by the men, man doing it. Tubsy says any situation where that happens, men are crucified. 100%. They are. So I, I, I kind of have something to go along with that, but I don't know if it's uh, a taboo topic. Um, the recent situation that happened in my hometown I yeah, I mean that is definitely that is definitely a comment on here is um some some comments that are similar to what happened. Go ahead. Go ahead and just kind of paint the picture. So it it's super taboo. So recently we had a male teacher. Um he taught first grade, I believe, and he was found pretty much sexting a 13-year-old on Snapchat. He's been arrested, all of that. But you don't see on the news where, and I mean, he's blasted everywhere. You don't mm -hmm. see on the news where a female teacher hooked up with some high schooler, and that high schooler is the coolest thing ever because he hooked up with the teacher. But now, she, there was a TV show like, like that. Like, you don't see it as often. So, yeah, what in the Wander Franco? Exactly. So, even then coming to myself, demonic. Listen, I don't care. I don't judge you. I understand. I have, I have kind of um, picked up on the humor in the MLB community with all you fucks. You have a very dark sense of humor. I think that's why I keep on coming back to those streams because I, um, I don't even play the fucking game. <laughs> I just enjoy your guys' comments. Um, Tubsy says, "Yep, student-teacher relationships are another good one. It's very true. When you look up articles, um." <laughs> <laughs> the 
Monica says, I mean, I too hate when my snap streaks end. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that when you look up the articles written about, because there are the articles about the female teacher and the male student, right? Very classic. Um, you do see it as perceived, not so much recently, but you know, previous years as the kid is like, you know, high fived, what a man you nailed the teacher. Like there's even a song about hot for teacher. Um, like it is like for sleeping with it's, the teacher. it's a, a praised thing. And then when it is a male teacher and a female student, it is downright disgusting, degrading. Everything is ruined for him. The articles are what get me and how they're worded. And social media is very good about painting a scene and making you feel a certain type of way. Opera Teacher is a very good song, though. You're right. It does slap. Um, I still jam out. I literally was just listening to that like two days ago. Now, the articles, right? When you see it about the woman teacher, it is called a scandal. It is referred to as a scandal that has happened. Now, when me and Jordan have talked about this teacher that has recently um, found out and charged and all this stuff, then we are calling that a scandal throughout the town because it is one. But the article is not depicting it as that, is depicting it as he is a predator, a pedophile. He is, um, you know, he, he likes little kids, stuff like that. But when it's a female teacher, it is perceived as a scandal and it is, it's worded very, very differently when the woman is the predator of it. And it's really insane to see how that works. Why is it seemed more accepting if a woman is doing that to a student versus if a man is doing that? Because see, I had a scandal at my school. Literally a girl, um, I don't think she was in my graduating class. Her sister was in my graduating class. I don't remember if she was a year, two, or th up to three years younger than us. But it was one of our... Um, uh, math teachers and he was sleeping with the girl who was in my class. Right. And he had her sister in his current class when the scandal came out, he was sleeping with a girl from my class when she was a senior, maybe a junior, but it definitely was senior year too. into, she was like 19 or 20 when this finally came out. And what was happening was that he was essentially a sugar daddy for her. There was sexual things going on. He was paying for her car note that she just got. He was giving her an allowance. She lied to her parents and said she had this job, but she was actually getting money from this married man with kids who was a teacher in our school district. Essentially prostitution. His wife found out that he was having a relationship with someone. She did not know the age, how long it had been going on. She just knew his relationship with someone, told him to cease and desist, right? And... So he had to tell her, listen, I can't do this anymore. I can't pay your, your car note. Like you're going to take care of it on your own. So she wrote an anonymous tip to the local PD and to the superintendent and said, this teacher has been having sexual relations with this student for this amount of time, started here, gave out all the details about this, ruined his fucking career. Right. Which I mean, you should, you shouldn't be sleeping with a fucking student to begin with. Um, but she used that to her advantage and came out about it only because he no longer paid her bills, ruined his career and bears her sister because she was in the class and the girl's name was finally released because then she took to social media about it. And this when social media was starting to become a popular thing. 
And that was something that had happened in our area. And this guy was deemed as a pedophile. He has not been able to work anywhere near children. I mean, all of it, all the works. Now, was he sitting there fondling little kids? No, he wasn't. But they were underage. Was she close to being of age? Yes, she was. But it doesn't matter. He was over the age and she was a student. And it was wrong all the way across the board. The thing about that story that blows my mind is that she had no intention of coming clean about it at all until it was to her benefit. I was like, oh, you're not going to pay my bills anymore. Well, you're not going to pay your wife's bills anymore either. Like that was, it was insane to me how that happened. And that was something that came up too. And the Reddit was about how a woman teacher can do something and it's not deemed as harsh as when a male teacher does it. Um, there was another one that was, it was kind of a funny one. Um, so it's not like as serious, but it's like asking your friends to go to the bathroom with you. Like women, we just, we're always like, Hey, go to the bathroom with me. But like if the guys were to do it, be like, Hey, go to the bathroom with me. We look at them like, what the fuck do you need your friends to go to the bathroom with you? I will say on a serious note as to why women do that is because we're stronger in numbers. I was always taught the buddy system. Exactly. I, if I'm with my girlfriends, I will go to the bathroom with them and I won't let them go to the bathroom alone just because you don't know the people around you, you know? I swear to fight with the boys. You're too drunk to hold it. Understandable. Hey, you know what? Whatever works for you. I'm not going to judge you guys. You do what you want. If I had a penis and I, I would definitely ask one of my guy friends to sword fight with me. I would just want to try it once. I also have penis envy when it comes to glow in the dark condoms. <laughs> I really, for a day, what would you do? I would get glow in the dark condoms and Viagra and I would sit there and use it like a, um, like a lightsaber just to see. <laughs> Crossing stream. Oh, stream. Oh my God. When I saw streams, I thought you meant like, like streaming streams. And I was like, that does not make any sense at all whatsoever. And then I was like, oh wait, no. we're talking about pee streams. Got it. <laughs> Same effect. Oh my God. I always lose my dagger isn't long enough. Oh, Troa. So sad. It's not about the size of your weapon. It's about how you use it. Exactly. And so many people That's don't realize that. That's actually a, a thing that aggravates me. It doesn't it does not matter about your size. It honestly doesn't. It matters about how you use it. That's a lie. No, 110%. I would rather have a small and he know how to use it okay. than a huge one that the dude just... Okay. So a one-inch penis? Oh, I don't even think that's possible, is it? It is. It is. It is. Oh, I have... If, I okay. have... I'm just saying, I've been actually, around someone that had a very tiny penis. I've also I been around people with pencil dicks. That it didn't even okay okay then <laughs> no, i'm reading Troa's comment so for me i have found there is a sweet spot right i'd say if you are about four to four and a half inches long i would see deem that on the smaller size right but i am okay with that as long as you yeah. know what you're doing and it's not just about thrusting it's about using your other resources right we love using other resources i personally am very happy with 
I think it's about seven, I want to say. I think if you have anything over seven and a half inches, that is insanely too big. And I will never be sleeping with you. Ever. I will never do anything over seven inches. Ever. Because there is such um, thing as too big and it hurts. Um, um, I'm pretty sure the person we both slept with, his was. His is. And that's why we never slept together again. And it was way too thick. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. A nice equal length and girth. Would you agree that even this current topic is another thing that women can talk about, judge, but men are ashamed for? Yes, I have been waiting for somebody to go ahead and say something because I have brought up sex several different times, several different times in this hour and 48 minutes that we have been streaming. And this right here is a very good topic as to another example that if there was a podcast of men talking about sex, and they were talking about women the way I have been talking about a man's penis or my experience with Negan, et cetera, et cetera. Even last week's podcast, when I name dropped Jay and said really bad things I'm really sorry for and I am going to post it, um, he would be canceled. He'd be like, why are you talking about that? That's yeah. so degrading. Why would you be talking about a woman's body parts? Why would you be talking about this? Why would you be talking about that? Well, for one, I'm talking about it because it was, you know, asked of me. It was a question that was asked. So I'm going to answer it. But also... <laughs> The other topics are brought up on my own, and I mean, it's it's just facts. Like, n the guys cannot do this. The guys cannot have this conversation. Also, the guys can't have this conversation and depict what women can do that men can't do because then you are now misogynistic. You are sexist. If the, if the guys were to go ahead and have this conversation that we're having this whole podcast... They would be completely canceled right now. I am actually surprised I don't have, maybe it's because, you know, there's a lot of people looking at podcasts today, maybe because I'm still so small, whatever the case is. I'm genuinely surprised that there has not been more hate towards this. This has gone a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Now we're getting spammed with emotes. Fuck all of you. Um, yeah, it's like, it, it, it would be a giant taboo topic for a man to talk about how a woman's anatomy looks because let's yeah. face it, not every female has the same vagina. Like what? What? everyone's is different. Yeah. But us sitting here talking about a man's penis size is whatever. Like we wouldn't face the same repercussions as a man yeah, would. We won't. When I post this, I will not face the same repercussions as if a man were to do the same podcast, but roles reversed. We would not. And there is a, a reason why I wanted to go ahead and go through with this is because I wanted to talk about these things because you don't find men talking about these things and we need women who are willing to go ahead and do it. I did want to just go back to the part where um, Tubsy is low-key telling us that he is either, um, he is in between four and a half and seven inches and now we all know relatively uh, Tubsy's penis size and now I'm not going to be able to sleep at night until that is bleached from my brain. So, look at that. See that? If your tits aren't perky and even, can't have sex with them. Oh, well, we're never having sex. Sorry. Um, hello, right. girls. Greetings from Peru. Welcome in, Bravio. Thank you for coming on in. Um, women can make fun of the size of a dude's dick, but God forbid we say anything about tits or ass. I mean, you're not fucking wrong. Four and a half, that's huge. But then at the same time, if we make a comment about a guy's ass, it's all like, oh, yeah, he does have a nice ass, but... Okay. 
And I know this isn't, I, I know this isn't the same for every woman because if a guy look, looks at me and like my uncle has made comments about another female's ass and I'm like, oh yeah, she does have a nice ass. Yep. So but that like, is one of the other comments here, right? So let's see here. Um, Let me find it real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hitting. No, hon. Um, I screenshot a lot of these. Um, sexual harassment in public. Okay. If a guy is cat calling a girl, it is deemed disrespectful and we're quick to snap on them. Like, who the fuck are you cat calling me? You don't know me. Quit objectifying me. Fuck you. Right. But isn't that what women do when they watch men play baseball? Because I don't know about you. I do love the sport, but a good part of the sport is watching those men and those fucking baseball pants. Because let me tell you, yeah, but now, it shows you some things. Now, if a, a guy would make a comment about how girls look in softball pants or a volleyball uniform because they wear them little spanks, like, it would be that he's objectifying her. Mm-hmm. It would be a Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that that is something that is brought up is that women can go ahead and and catcall guys, objectify guys, sexualize guys. Right. And it is it is if you were to take the act itself of what they do, that is sexual harassment. And if a guy were to do that to a woman. Out, completely out, canceled. Fuck you. No excuses. Don't want to hear about it. Don't want anything done. You're done. Right. Um, what if I cat call Cubsy and say, rub those pubes on your chin on my gooch, or is that okay? Cubsy would probably like that, actually. Volleyball players are OP. Volleyball players are nice. They're very nice. Yes, I'd love to see your stick. That's a nice stick. Actually, it's a, it's, it's an actual stick, guys, I promise. Hey, Negan, what are your thoughts on female volleyball, volleyball players? They're of no concern to you. That's not that is not the topic That's that we're on right now. I mean objectifying them. How do you think they look? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good answer, comrade, is what Tubsy says. <laughs> um any anyway, anyway. Um that is a that is something that I thought was very interesting is that and the other thing too, somebody made it as a joke, right? But it was what's up, Hashi? I'd vote for Tubsy. I think we're all voting for Tubsy in um twenty twenty four. I'm I'm for it. I'll write you in. I'm gonna write in the Tubsy though. I'm not putting in Tracy. Um, by the way, I know your last name now. I thought about stalking you on social media, but I was like, mm-hmm. too much effort. But it's very easy to do. By the way, if you guys haven't checked, you should look at Reflection, R-E-F-L-E-X-I-O-N-O-F-C on social media. They have a kick. They do streaming on here. They also have a Twitter, a Facebook, I believe an Instagram as well. They did release a new YouTube video that I have posted on my Twitter. You should check it out. Our buddy Tubsy is in it and our buddy Syconius. Um, They have... It's a really cool setup to see what their um, platform actually is about. And something that's, it was really dope to see the inside of it and see behind the scenes on Tubsy's stream, kind of. Um, 
But anyway, aside from that little shout out, that was something I thought was really cool was um to see the perspective of, uh you know if if like us women we can go ahead and make these comments we can comment on a guy's looks or the gray sweatpants and stuff like that. I think gray sweatpants is very comparable to sundress season. I think those are very comparable things, right? Oh yeah. What? What's up? You wearing gray sweatpants? Put your input in, Megan. Huh? No, but you can see her ass. You can see her ass. It's or different. Her are, are usually you don't wear a bra and they're low cut. Okay, but yeah. but okay. So this is what Negan is saying though. When it comes to a sundress, right? You don't get to see the front action. But as for a guy wearing gray sweatpants, that's usually what we're looking at is the dick print. I mean, to be honest, here we're seeing the package. Some but, guys wear the gray sweatpants have a nice ass too, though, and I really do appreciate that. Like Mr. Negan himself, cut that production. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Anyway. Hey, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I... Demonic. Anyone else see Demonic's comment? <laughs> Which which one? You're fine. I'm only gonna be on here a little bit longer, and then we we'll go pick up our kiddo. Oh, money! Totally. Yeah. Fuck yeah, daddy! Woo! Ah, Nan, you look so sexy today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, when I think grass sweatpants, I think of Danny the Hammer or Danny Hammer. If you know, you know. Yeah, actually, I understand that. Um, gray, gray. You know, that's a that's a good point. Is it G-R-A-Y or G-R-E-Y? Isn't it depending on what side of the pond you're on? I I feel like, I don't know. Cause it depends on what side of the pond you're on is how they spell it different. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, gray, E-Y. Because I've always I been taught that it was A-Y. Gray instead of yeah. gray. Like, I don't know. The way that you pronounce it. You know, Demonic, actually, it's funny you mentioned a hot tub stream because I actually am in the works of putting something like that together. I think I will be doing a hot tub stream one night. We're going to we're going to see where the plan out. It's going to be in a few weeks. But... Wearing, you'd probably get away with wearing a swimsuit or a bikini. I'm not but wearing a bikini. Demonic would, do it, Demonic would get in trouble because he'd have to wear trunks or if it floats his boat, a Speedo, like... Well, it's still covering be... it up, but in Twitch, if, if it's Twitch. on the purple app, Twitch is different. Twitch actually has um, started to send out warnings to my friend, Wavy, who used to do hot tub streams. And if he does hot tub streams now, he has to do it on kick because, again, when we were talking about it early on in this podcast is that um, kick is more lenient on the rules and regulations than Twitch is. So a lot of people are doing their more um showing streams essentially on kick um looks like everybody in the comments is hitting on tubsy right now guys if you say. if you want to see tubsy just go just go follow him on social media he doesn't stream on kick yet because he's poverty um but if you get him to 75 followers he will stream on here and um i'm just waiting for that to happen the hot tubsy 
That should be the title of the hot tub stream. 100%. What do we need to do to get that happen? I need to know. Um, I won't be there to actually watch it unless Brooke is there too. Um, we are definitely, this is going to happen. I don't know when I'm going to be going out to um, their neck of the woods. When we do, me and Mrs. Tubbs are getting together and we're doing a hot tub stream together. So be on the lookout for that one. Um, on, on this app or another one? This app. Their neck we're of the woods? Well, we might record things for a different website subscription but you know huh. we'll live stream from this one um let's see here so a couple other things me and negan will sword fight during they probably will <laughs> i can see it now get a little bit of whiskey and negan he's loosey-goosey okay i'm just telling you his sweet spot his sweet spot is jaeger and tequila just so you know when we come out there and you're trying to loosen them up that's that's all you need it's a very cheap date um, and comments like that is something that I can say and get away with because I am a woman. But if a man were to say that about a woman, it would be wrong. <laughs> Some of these things I find completely ridiculous because I personally just don't see the offense in it. I do understand, like in no way, shape, or form, am I woman hating or being a traitor to my gender or anything like that, which I know there's going to be some comments of the sort of it, whatever. I don't care. Um... I understand to an extent why women are loud. I understand why we are speaking up for things. I understand why we go to the bathroom with our friends. I understand that there have been things that have unfortunately happened to women, right? And we are more susceptible for things happening to us. And we are trying to be protective of it. We are trying to be protective of our friends. We are trying to speak out against things because for so long we didn't have a voice. I get that. It's still doesn't mean, in my opinion, that we should sit there and push down the men in order for us to climb up top too. If we're looking for equality, it needs to be equal. And it's never going to be that if we're constantly sitting here pushing from both sides to bring down the other in order for us to climb, as my personal opinion on the whole aspect of it. Okay, I do have a another topic then that what's okay for girls to do, but not guys. And that's pretty much have feelings. Men are perceived that they shouldn't have feelings. They shouldn't be allowed to cry. They shouldn't allow be allowed to have any of that. But women yeah. are. Like, it's, it's deemed that men are weak if they yeah. show any sort of feelings. And it, it annoys the crap out of me because, like, my brothers will make a comment about my son crying and I'm like they're like let him a man be, be a man and I'm like he is he is a boy but he can still cry like it's not it is it is a Tubbsy is right it's all a matter of how we've been socialized historically it's old-fashioned and corny 100% I will say Negan is um not an emotional yeah I'm gonna get to that um Negan is not an emotional person right but he does have his moments where he is emotional about things. He will confide in me. And I have such a big, like, I have a huge sense of, like, just trust. And, like, I feel so good about myself knowing that my partner loves me enough to be comfortable with me, to open up to me, to allow these emotions and let me see he's, he's, he's comfortable with being vulnerable with me. And as a woman, 
that is the biggest compliment that I could receive from him. It does not matter what he says to me. doesn't matter how many times he tells me I'm pretty or gorgeous or how much he loves me. None of that compares to whenever he is vulnerable with me. That is a huge, huge thing for me. And I love and appreciate that so fucking much because you are absolutely right, Tubsy and Troa. Men are deemed... You, you can't show any sign of weakness at all whatsoever. And crying and showing there, emotions is a sign of weakness for them. That's how they were raised to, to believe. Be, yeah, they're meant to be robots is how it's perceived. And it, it shouldn't be. You know, talking about Tro's comment, um, I've lost two family members to suicide um, about five years ago. And yep. it was because men aren't supposed to... Oh, in, Today's society, men aren't supposed to show emotions or have feelings or mm-hmm. anything. And I, same like you said, it to me it's more of a turn on that a man is able to show himself like that and sh- yeah. like be vulnerable, pretty much. It just feels because so good it, to me it, that if you know, for someone who doesn't show any sense of it, they trust me to where they can show that side of them that not many, if anybody at all, gets to see it and that he trusts me to be vulnerable with me. And it's a huge sense of pride that I have with that. And I I will cherish that. That's why I will never sit here and nag on him for crying or make fun of him. He doesn't cry. I think I've seen him tear up like once, maybe. But not even just crying, though. It's about like talking about those feelings too men are not seem to to do that i see crying as the opposite simply based off of our social expectations while some people see crying as weakness i think it's a sign of power because it goes against societal norms i agree with you 100 percent. i think when a man cries i see that man as insanely strong not just physically mentally though Because it takes so much strength as a man to say, fuck what you think, fuck how you feel. I'm going to sit here and have my moment. I'm going to sit here and feel what I need to feel so I can heal and be what I need to be, you know? Demonic says, my son and I were watching WrestleMania this year and we're getting equally hyped. I started crying because that is what I wanted as a kid from my parents. My wife then said, you need to stop because it's making me feel so warm inside. It it does. I'm telling you, as a woman, seeing your man, seeing your man be vulnerable is a whole different level of intimacy and trust and and just all of it. It's like. Because you don't get to see that because men are, are, are raised in the society to think that if you feel things or if you express things, then you are a bitch. I feel that you're weak and you shouldn't have feelings. Mm-hmm. Like my whole family, I have cried more in the last couple years than my whole freaking life because my whole family is like emotionless and you're not allowed to show your emotions and feelings and cry and whatever because that yeah. is they say oh well you're a uh whatever my name is no like you're uh from yeah. this family so we don't show emotion and blah 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 so uh my uh my brother and i were raised 
you know, where like we weren't supposed to show emotion of it. And now I think that's why a lot of people, um, and this isn't just based on genders. This is like a general statement for just humans in general, um, that crying is seemed as like a sign of, you know, like, um, manipulation for women. Some women use crying as manipulation because of that. Um, people in general are afraid to go ahead and show those emotions. And so whenever I get angry, I feel it swelling up and I start like my tears start fucking watering and I'm just like, I'm not crying cause I'm sad right now. I'm crying cause I'm pissed. I promise you I'm fucking pissed. I'm mad. Take me serious. You know? Yes. Yeah. That, and my brother's the too. same way. My brother is the same way. And you know, he, it was a lot harder on him as kids growing up because he's the boy and he, our stepdad was very against my brother showing any type of emotion at all whatsoever. And I think, I think, I think it's just really sad. I feel sad actually for a lot of um, our male counterparts out there because I think that society is really dragging them down right now, really dragging them down. And I think while we're trying to, I get that we're trying to fight for the equality of everything. I understand that. And I understand that we are trying to make a stance and have women be treated equally as men. But I don't, I do not believe that we can sit here and deem ourselves equals whenever they can't do the things that we can do. Women and men are not going to be equal. They just won't. Because we don't know how to sit here and build each other up and grow. We need to tear each other down to feel bigger than the other. I think that they should show emotions and feelings. It's part of the whole trust process. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah I, it leans I back agree. to the trust. Yeah, I definitely agree to that, because if if your partner's willing to cry in front of you, like actual tears, not like because I have had a man straight up cry to manipulate me like it's. It, it's going to happen. It isn't just women that cry, try and cry to manipulate men. Um, it it shows that you trust that person more. Sorry, um, Winnie had sent me a TikTok. I'll have to go ahead and look at that, and I'll probably put that as a link um, down below. We are nearing the end of the podcast here. I do have to leave in a bit to go do my womanly duties um, <clears throat> and pick up my child. Um, when my mother accused my kid as not being mine, I could have taken over the capital with my angry tears. I... I'm telling you, angry tears, Tubsy is right too, so is demonic. Angry tears are a different a different breed. They are. Now, there is a difference between angry tears and, you know, what I was referencing of, like, not being able to ever express your emotions and so associating everything with crying because I was guilty of that for so many years. I was deemed as manipulative because I would cry all the time. Um, and I never knew how to go ahead and tell the difference between my emotions. So I make it a point actually as a parent now of both two boys and a girl to let them know the difference of it. Like if you're genuinely upset and you need a good cry, it is okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry, talk out your feelings, get out your frustrations, yell into a pillow, talk to me or dad, whichever you like to do. Especially my little girl, I like to, to, I like to encourage her as much as I encourage her brothers to go ahead and, and feel the cry, feel the pain, feel the tears, talk to us, we can help you, etc. Um, at the same time, I like to teach them the difference between 
um, crying because you feel that you need to cry and crying in the moment of throwing a tantrum and being manipulative to get what you want. I'm trying to break that stigma and that generational curse as well. It's very tough being a parent overcoming trauma and generational curses and trying to teach your kids to be better than you were while you're still trying to heal yourself. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. And that's as a mom and a dad. Me and Negan come from very similar backgrounds. We both have our own traumatic past. We both have our own um, upbringings. They're very, very similar to each other. Um, but we have ultimately the same goal with our kids and how we're raising our kids. And uh, it has been the most rewarding and fulfilling thing as a parent. Also the most challenging, I want to say. 100%. There was one point in the last eight months that uh, I literally bawled in front of Allie. And mm-hmm. um, I I apologized because my upbringing, like you're mm-hmm. not supposed to show your feelings. Like it's, like you guys said, a weakness. But I mm-hmm. apologized for that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm your mom. I'm your parent. I'm not supposed to sit here and cry in front of you. But mm-hmm. also in that same sentence, I'm like, but I do, it's okay to cry. Like mm-hmm. I'm emotional right now. I'm sad. We're going through things and like her and I cried together and I'm like, this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is a big thing. I, I want to make sure my daughter knows it's okay too. I really like to hone in with the boys though about it. And I feel like sometimes I may give them a little bit more attention towards things like that because it is natural for the girls to feel like we can cry. You know what I mean? We've always like, it's, it's natural for you to feel like that. But for the boys, I want to make sure that they know this is a safe place and it's okay. I don't care what society tells you. You are not any less of a human, of a man, of a boy, of a son, of a brother for crying. You're not any less you, if anything, you're stronger because of it. Yeah. I Was see. there anything else that anybody wanted to bring up? Any quick topics or anything of the sort before we end this? Mm-hmm. I think this is a really good talk. I'm glad that we did this and we got to um, go over a few things because that was, um, it's definitely um, a really hot topic that doesn't get talked about much. Um, we will be covering over um, a couple other things that will be similar to next week's podcast as well. Um, do be on the lookout for the uh, YouTube that will be posted later today. Um, actually, here in just a few minutes, I'll be posting it. And I will be posting all the links on my Twitter as well, um, in the Discord, everything of the sort. Um, let's see here. There aren't very many people that do podcasts on Tick. We are, if you are to look at podcasts right now, we are the leading channel um, in podcast views right now. And okay, all of Kick. I, yeah. I kind of have a, uh, I, get, I guess, it, I don't even know how to word it. Um, but it kind of goes with the fact that you said, oh, I'm doing my womanly duty and going to get the kids. Mm-hmm. It's perceived. And I had this issue with my last relationship, which was my son's father, that I was meant to, that I had to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, like we were back in the 80s, and the women did everything. Mm-hmm. And if a man does that, it's, oh, he's a bitch. His, his wife wears the pants in the family. 
Like he he don't go out and work. He sits at home all day with kids. He does this with the kids. Yeah. But then at the same time, men act like women don't do anything when they're staying at home with the kids. They act like it's just, oh, I'm lounging around. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I think a big thing about um, when it comes to the uh, societal norms or the rules within the household, that is always going to be a controversial topic. And that is something that I plan to bring up, actually. Um, It's coming up. It's coming up. Uh, Just be on the lookout for it. But a snippet of it is that if you are a stay-at-home mom and your husband works all the time, um, there's a stigma behind it where people are like, well, why don't you work? You know, it's like, well, why are you staying at home? Why don't you work? You don't need a man. Don't live off a man. And then if you go work and you have kids, it's like, uh, why are you working when you can be spending time with your children? Do you not care about them? What a shitty mom. Um, they make comments about the mom who you know, as a stay-at-home mom, and she cooks and she cleans, and she talks about how she cooks and she cleans every day, a.k.a. me. I stream full-time. I have three kids. I do the pickups and drop-offs. I do the sports, the extracurriculars, the birthday parties. I go to school full-time myself. I help Negan run two businesses, um, and I stream full-time. I do variety gaming, and I also do podcasts on Mondays, and I still make sure that my family is, is, is fed and taken care of, and... I understand that the role that I have decided to take on now is the same roles that were placed decades ago, right? I get that. That was a trade-off that I made with Negan, though. In our household, I had made the deal with him. He is going to provide financially. I am going to provide stability. And I am not going to clean this house every single day. I asked Jelly, asked Jordan, I will clean this house maybe once every couple days. I just did eight loads of laundry yesterday, but guess what? That had been sitting there for two fucking weeks, right? I don't, I don't clean all the time. I will feed my kids and my family. I will feed my kids and my family all the time, though. But that is because me and my partner sat down and talked about our household and decided what was best for us. I do not knock women that go to work. I do not knock women that stay at home. You know? Um, Uh, Gender roles have ruined our society. I'm sorry, Jordan, go ahead. Negan still helps out. I've known Negan to cook something for you guys. He still helps helps with the kids. Like, he isn't... uh, Absolutely. Um, where's my food? No. He's not like that. And there are men that still think like that, too. I understand that. But that's why I'm saying there's a difference between the unhealthy of it and the healthy of it. And what people are saying in chat right now and what I have said, too, is that um, it's a it's all comes down to what you and your partner decide between yourselves, because ultimately it's just you two that fucking matter in this topic, in this conversation. It is all about you and your partner and what you decide to do. Um, I'm going to read these comments. We are going to cut this here soon. I'll go ahead and I'll go over these, but that is going to be next week's topic is about the gender roles in society and stay-at-home mom versus working moms and um, even stay-at-home dads versus working dads. Yeah, um, 
What was that gel you cut out? There there are stay-at-home dads too. Yep, stay-at-home dads too. Um Yeah, but that's see. another thing that's a taboo topic is if a man stays home. Um, my wife stays home. I love it. I grew up with a single mom and hardly seen her. And that's a big thing too. I'm very grateful that I have the opportunity to be a stay at home mom because I get to experience these things with the kids and I update Negan all the time. And when I tell you this man works 18 hour shifts on average and still makes time for not only me as his partner, but also us as a family and still make sure he gets that one-on-one -on -one time with all three of the kids. This man is ran dry. So yes, I'm going to make sure that I cook him a nice meal every fucking day. And yes, I'm going to make sure that he gets his plate before these heathen ass kids get their plates. I am that mom. Not because I'm making my kids wait or I'm trying to sit here and make a stance or whatever the case is, but no, because he deserves to sit down and relax as soon as possible because he sacrifices a lot of shit for us. A lot. Um, as long as it's a mutual agreement between the two parties and not something that's just simply expected, there's absolutely no problem living out traditional gender roles. 100%. I love that my kids have their mom able to pick them up and drop them off and help with homework. I never complain about her or ask her what she doesn't do or does do. Neither does Negan. Sometimes if I have let my um, depression get the best of me, he will have a talk with me and be like, hey, is everything okay? Because, you know, I haven't had any clean shorts and like, you know, you, you have like a system with the laundry, like is something going on? Like he will talk to me and like let me know. Sometimes I won't realize that I am actually letting my depression get the best of me, you know? So we do have those conversations, but he's never, that. he's never sitting there shaming me for it either. Um... Look at spouses like that. It ain't easy being a solo home person. It's not. It's not. And it is. Um, I'm very grateful that I have the support that I do in order where I can go ahead and um, be that stay at home mom for the parents or for the for the parents, for the kids. <laughs> uh, let be a stay at home dad. I fuck with that. Those kids would be doomed, though. Might be the biggest pricks in the history of pricks. Well, Tubsy, if they're your children, they're going to be so. But it is what it is. But anyway, guys, I do appreciate everybody. Thank you, Jelly and Jordan, for coming in and sitting down and chit-chatting. If you guys are up for next week's podcast, we're going to be doing it at 12 p.m. as well. We'll be going over gender roles in society. This is fun learning about what we can get away with and these silly men wish they could. Um, it was a very, very fun time. Um, yes, Demonic, I am very sorry. Boo for leaving um but you know i will be live later tonight eight o'clock 8 p.m we will be playing some uh some games we're gonna see what we got up uh up our sleeves um i don't know if we're gonna take it easy and do some community stuff i'm gonna get competitive in cold war i have no fucking idea how i'm feeling um as always be sure to follow the twitter because i post uh nonsense about 90 percent of the time or i'm retweeting my friends um we're going to go ahead and I have someone that is live right now. Um, they're doing just chatting. They're relatively new of me following them. I haven't checked out too much. Like I've, I've um, been in there a few times when, uh, you know, chit chat, but I haven't stayed around too much. So um, if you just want to go ahead and just check them out, say hi, or just see what they're chatting about. It'd be pretty cool. Again, I have no idea what's going on over there. We're just going to go show them. Rate a hot tub streamer because women. Okay, well, let's see. Let's see who's doing a hot tub stream right now. Let's see. Because women. Those hot tubs and bikinis. Oh, yeah. Let's get us a good one in here. Um, Let's see. We're going to do. Um, 
please don't oh okay all right all right all right i won't do it i won't do it <laughs> read your friend okay i was like i mean we can if you want anyway guys i will see you tonight at uh 8 p.m central if you guys are down and you want to go ahead and game just hit me up i'm down to play some fortnite uh fall guys i have um we can't do pico park because i am poverty uh mac user and Pico Park and Mac and Steam are not really coexisting right now. I have to have a Windows. Um, and uh, yeah, you want to donate to that fund. We do have a um, little, uh, uh, I wish someone would read. I'm not reading that. Nope, not reading it. All right, guys. You know what? We're going to go raid GVMs. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I will see you guys later tonight. And uh, thanks for coming on in. Oh, bye. <laughs> Tubsy's comment though. <laughs>